Welcome to Practically a Fabring, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidis. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Mayor Prager. Practically a Fabring, and welcome back. Here we are, ready to complete Eregudala five weeks in. Really, really grateful. Before we get there, do us a favor if you're listening to the podcast. It really helps us to give us a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast and uh, share us with your friends. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at consciouslythepodcast at gmail.com. We love questions and we love interacting. Okay, so it's been a journey, five weeks, five episodes on Perkevalf. This is for sure, I think, and this might be the best, even though they've been all so great. And it's auspicious because it's Yud Shvat this week and Mayor mentioned it in the episode, even though we recorded this a few weeks ago. So uh, here it is. Okay, practically if I bring and we're back, we're in Paragut Aleph, still here, five weeks in Paragut Aleph, which is a funny thing. That's an odd thing. It seems strange. We spent more time in Paragut Aleph than we did in Bayes, and we said that Bayes was the, the most complicated. So I could see wondering. Over there is knowing the potential. Potential is less words. We don't, we're not so familiar with it. We know who we really are over right. here. This is already people with issues. This is where, uh, you know, you find in the, uh, in the recovery programs to talk about hearing someone tell your story. It's like the author I was telling our story. <laughs> As they say, the devil's in the details. <laughs> okay, so we've been talking about the Russia Vitovlo, uh, the, or the Vitovlo of Russia, meaning a good guy, but he does uh, unfortunate things. And we, we spent a lot of time talking about the different angles of understanding Charata, um, and the separation between negativity that's undiscernible and negativity that becomes discernible to others, that others notice, and how that signals to us kind of where we're holding. Uh, and then trying to process guilt in a way that's productive and useful and, um, and in a way that helps propel us towards where we want to be. So the question that really comes up now is, Mayor, why are we still here? What is there left out of Yudalov that we haven't teased out? Um, probably the most important point. So one of the most important distinctions that I, that he speaks about in this parak is the difference between a Russia of a table and a Russia of a Russia, a Russia that knows good, is familiar with good. He's, he knows he even though he you know when he does something he has he has remorse. He knows, or when he when it's brought to his attention, he has remorse. He gets signals. He sees something's good. He sees people are not acting the same way to him. He he's familiar that there is something going on over here, and that and then or even more positive where he actually knows what he needs to do. Either which way is he knows good. He knows good. He's familiar with it. It's Tev has an effect on him. And even though he's, but he's not doing, he's not, he's, he's not acting the way he ought to act. And that creates a guilt, not to destroy the person, but over here, more of a positive as, as a motivator to, hey, next time, tomorrow, or next time, you're going to do better. And that as a motivator, it's a motivator to get the person out of this bad stage that he's in, that he keeps going back. And we discussed why a person is in that particular stage. But then there's this other level, the Rosh Hashanah. is somebody who doesn't get it. He's not getting, like recently I heard about a horrible, horrible situation, an abuser. And, uh, and in his interview, he said, yeah, I'll do it again. Like he, he it was... It was disgusting. It was like, it was terrible. I mean, that's obviously an extreme. 
but the point is that there is, there is a certain level where you're just not getting the signals. People are looking away from you. You're getting, the, they're rolling their eyes to you when certain things are happening. You just, the person just doesn't get it. Doesn't, he's comfortable in his, in his actions and he's so self-centered, so, so uh, immersed in, in, in a bad place that there is no signals that are, that are getting, that are getting through the, to the, to this particular person. And that is a, a very bad stage. And for that stage, Alter has nothing to say about it. It's interesting. Because, I mean, there's, there's no words. Because he's not getting it. What, what is it to talk to the person? He's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm good. Uh, you know, I'm happy. I think, you're, you know, they're, they're not listening. So if they're not listening, who, who are you talking to? What's the conversation of you? What are we supposed to do with this person? First of all, also, why is out there even talking about such a person? Why even mention it? The, the person is obviously is totally, you know, blindsided to anything, to anything good. He's not getting. He's not getting the signals. You know, even if you talk to him, so if you're not talking, if you can't get through, then what's the conversation? Why even mention him? So interesting that out there over here speaks says something very heavy. He says, even though that person is not getting it, he says, he has never has any thoughts that maybe I have to get better. He's in Russia. As he says, it became gross and bad. So he says, still and all, and that's how he finishes the parak. That still and all, he's connected, he's still God. It's Pechines Makif. What does it mean, Makif? It means, don't think that this person is completely disconnected from spirituality. The problem is that it's not, it's not going through his skin. There's a beautiful med in uh, Pekiovitz that says on every single day, Yotza Baskel, there's a, there's a Baskel that comes out of Har Sinai that says, oh, woe to them that are not, that are embarrassing to her, they're not learning to her. So the question is, what, what does it help that some spiritual voice is happening in Har Sinai when nobody gets it? So Chassidus explains that, that you do get it. That in the middle of the day, when you're sitting somewhere and all of a sudden you get this feeling, I should be doing better. That is, a re- that is because of the Bosco. That's how it, it's, it goes through the system in interesting ways. And one of the ways is that when a, a thought hits you, like from you don't know where is that thought coming in, why, I, you know, all of a sudden I should do more, I should do something better. Your, this, this connection is, shows that you're connecting, you're still listening, you heard that, um, that voice. It bases on, the, there's a story by the Nevi'im, that Daniel, God came to speak to Daniel, and Hananiah, Meshav, Isaiah were there also, but they didn't see the Nevoah. So all of a sudden it says, they, they, they felt this fear and they just ran away. So he goes, Even though they didn't see God, but they felt it. They felt there was something or present, something amazing that happened. This guy, he's not, um, he's disconnected from these messages from his neshama. And therefore, he's in this particular state. This is not just a message to actually the Rashi That's I'm thinking that this is also a message to the Rashi Vatayvoy, the Regulai. Because Bish. During that particular state, when the person actually decided to do it, 
whatever it is. At that point, he wasn't getting any of the signals for that particular point. He's a rush of a taivuai. He know is that because afterwards, he's not so disconnected that he's not getting the message afterwards. So the difference between him and the bad guy is what happens afterwards. But during that particular stage, the point where a person, he knows better. Everybody knows better. And that's why you have guilt afterwards. But at that particular point, you weren't getting the message. So now Terebah wants you us to know, you, you think it's nothing because you, <laughs> you had remorse afterwards. No, let me tell you something. You're touching with a really, like we described over here. We look at Russia as cancer. This is cancer. It has to be treated that way. If not, it gets worse, worse, and worse. You, you know, as a means of an analogy, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but you, you see, many times you hear people saying, um, oh, as I get older, it's so much harder to lose weight. And there's many reasons why people have a harder time. They say the metabolism is slow, or this is there are many reasons. I'm thinking from Tanya over here is telling us something else. A person at one point went on a diet, and he understood that it's better to be healthy and live a healthier life and exercise and was good. And then at one point, he fell off that wagon and he said, nah, I would rather have another, I'll take another slice. I don't have to go to the gym. So he, he, he overcame, he chose bad. Now, granted, he afterwards, or whoever, they felt guilty. And a while later, they went back on. But the fact when a person decided to do it anyways... That little Russia Goma created an, a filter. The message doesn't go so clear anymore. So every time a person goes through a diet and on and off and on and off and on and off, creates a harder filter. So it's it's harder to do good. You're, 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 it creates a more of a blockage to to a good to a good place. So he's also telling that this is a warning, also so to speak, to somebody you know who's working on it, or, or an encouragement. Make sure you don't do it again. Because every time, you know, it's, it's not good. It's not healthy. Not healthy to be there. Fantastic. Okay, so your explanation here has been really consistent with what we've been talking about the whole time, which is, in addition to the fact that the, that the Alter Rebbe is describing, as we've been discussing, uh, shame, hatoar, the true nature of these individual categories that he introduces, there's also... We've also been talking about the way in which we talked about this by the Russia, by the Tzadik Gummer, um, and by the Tzadik uh, Viralo, right? The Tzadik Shaina Gummer, that there are aspects of those identities inside of us. And that's to some degree the Mahalach you're taking here, the direction you're taking here. And that's very, very powerful. You're pointing out that within the Russia Vitovlo, right? The Russia Vitovlo has regret. He not only notices when he does wrong, but he also is conscientious. He notices when others are upset. He's aware of his surroundings. He's not totally wrapped up in his bad deeds, right? He loses himself for a moment. The rush of Aralo, on the other hand, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the signals. He doesn't feel the normative or the expected regret within himself. And he also is not going to notice that he's stepping on other people's toes because he's so lost in his own self-centeredness. In his own selfishness, he doesn't notice the, you know, the, the toes that he's stepping on. He's comfortable in his actions. Now, obviously, you talked about like the extreme examples of like sociopathy and narcissism, and right. That's okay, but we're not even talking about that right. because we're bringing that right, and that exists right. also, right. right? And that's important, kind of, as we get back to the good side. Even that, even that person, Ayid, put him in jail, but you know, it's nice, you know, like 
to bring him some nice kosher food and a chayenu and whatever, right? Because he's a yid. Okay, but Lamaisa, he's a very flawed person. Okay, but but we, even within ourselves or even within our frame of reference, there can be spaces, and then along the lines that we're talking about, what I was understanding from you is that there's, in the moment where the Russia, even where the Russia Batovlo is actively lost in his sin, in that moment he's, so to speak, manifesting the Russia Varalo. He's, right. he's been overtaken by that Russia Varalo, and he doesn't really think about the consequences. The consequences almost become odd. It's funny because I've been thinking about this a lot lately. You know, you notice people in places of stature, oftentimes, find, I mean, some, some people in places of stature are just whatever. They're, they're not authentic and they're, they're just hiding all sorts of terrible pathologies and evil inside, whatever, negativity inside of them. But sometimes you see people that have, of great stature and they make really odd mistakes, like sins. And it's like, how could you give up so much for such a small thing? That to me is part of what you're saying here is that when, when a person's lost in their sin, they, they get, in the moment it feels like it makes sense because the, the consequences, the realities, the hurt, the pain that they're going to cause other people. Completely tone deaf. It's, it's not there. They don't even notice it. It's not even like they misassociated the value, right? They're just not even noticing that thing in the first place. And how often, and this is like a sobering thought for all of us, how often do we get lost in our own self-centeredness, in our own agenda, in looking at life through our own lenses. And we don't even notice, we could think we're a nice guy, but we don't even notice the toes of the people that we're stepping on. And that's so so unfortunate and it's so sad. And it's not because we didn't think about it. It's oftentimes because we've allowed ourselves to be, so to speak, taken up by this this energy, this narcissism, which is be like the, the psychological term for it, right? We're lost up in that space. And we, therefore we're not even noticing uh, what's going on. So then you pose the question, why does the Alter Rebbe even get into this? Why even mention it at all? And he ends off, the power, the powerful idea that he ends off with is, first of all, because even though the divine light is not present in a way of pnimi, of inside, of, of an or pnimi, of, a, of an internalized light, but the or makif is still present, right? As reflected in halacha, which is beautiful, because the Taina always brings us back to that, and that's a very powerful idea, the fact that halacha reflects spiritual ideas that even that guy with nine other guys the shechina is present and he can make a minion there's no thing like he can't make a minion with a guy who's not the guy's there the shechina is sharia there's there's the shechina is present because there's an ormak if there's a surrounding light around him then you then you talked about this idea in chazal that there's a there's a message coming from harsinai and but we're not hearing it Right, that this, there's this constant call from God to us, calling out to us, and part of the explanation through the path, through the the ways, through the teachings of Hasidus is to understand that no, we do hear those things all the time. We just think that they're pangs of conscience or maybe moments of clarity where we figure it out. All those things, all those moments of clarity, are ways in which God is calling out to us from within the abyss, from that space, from that darkness, from within that darkness, he calls out to us and reminds us, like, maybe we're not so bad, or maybe we deserve to live better, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or maybe I'm stepping on people's toes. Those, you know, pangs of conscience are coming from that space. So then you end it off with the idea that the message over here, the one of the reasons why the Altar would bring this down, or one of the things we can draw out of it that's really, really practical for our lives is, first of all, as a warning. Right, is to realize like when your person is sinning, he is putting on the cloak of the Russia Viralo. And you talked about the consequences to that, meaning the small choice to engage in an Avera, 
but to engage in a sin, to engage in behavior that's beneath our ideals, to at least realize after the fact, when we're in those moments of harata, those small moments do matter because in those moments we're taking on the cloak of the Russia Viralo, and we're losing ourselves in our self-centeredness, and that has consequence because that can kind of create uh, a spiraling effect. Okay, so the question that that leaves me with is, is two things. First of all, I didn't fully understand how the the message from Sinai was related to this idea of the Russia Viralo, right? I did, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fully get that, and also it seems like the Alta Rebbe's also reminding us, as you seem to allude to, but I wanted to offer the, I wanted to ask you to talk about that further, that there's a certain encouragement here as well, right? That even, even when somebody's lost in that space of Rosh Hashanah, there should be a, a, a memory that there's an Ormakif around him. So what's the, what's the, what is the practical takeaway from that? We try to answer both in one shot, um, because it's really the same point. Alder is giving an amazing, amazing insight here, and this is almost the heart of Chabad, and that is like this. There's a rush of our ally. There are people, or everybody themselves to a certain degree, and which maybe at large, or certain people who are not getting it. So how do you get to them? Get together, make a fabringen, bring Jews together. Because David, God opened up a window that breaks through no matter what you did. And that is a that even though it says that normally God only rests in a place where you daven, where you learn, where you're doing stuff, you're doing good things. Nope. As he says later on, if there's 10 Jews just being together, the just sheer presence of 10 Jews creates a window. I don't know what you want to say, some kind of opening that God created. A portal. Portal <laughs> to Kedusha. It takes, and there, even if it's a Russia Gomer, he can get a message. Mm. Answering you about that's my point about messages. Mm. Normally, a person in a, in, a, in a relatively normal state he gets messages. You got to get better, and that's how he either a stays stays uh, reg, stays on path or gets better because he's getting signals. You know, I got to get better. I got to do something. Mm. He's getting the signals, but the rush of a rally or that place that somebody is where it's rally that even regular person, when he's just not getting the messages in that particular act, whatever the person is, how does that guy change? He doesn't. But the Alter is not doing with everybody else. Take 10 people, hang out with these guys. Mm. You don't have to come there. You don't have to preach to this guy. You don't have to throw things down his throat and force and tell him how good and how bad he... No. Bring him over for, 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 for Kiddush. Bring him over for a meal. Let him be with other Yidin. Let him hang out with other Yidin. Just being with other Jews is going to take the edge off. Mm. And it's very interesting. Where do we know that Edo, a minion, is 10? The Umar says from Kerch, because that's what the Torah says. Kerch va'adose. Kerch and his gang. Kerch and his gang is the worst gang in Torah. <laughs> They were the biggest troublemakers. They looked to they, the, the revolt against Moshe God. They were, that's where we learn. <laughs> what, what, why do I find this so unbelievable? Because I think God made it in a way like a fail-safe system to make sure that Jews will never go too far. Because when they start ganging up together, just the fact that they're ganging up together, they're coming 10, it's going to take some of their edge off. 
Right. Enough that you see in, in reality, his sons did tshuva, some of the other guys did tshuva, a lot of them ended up doing tshuva. Wow. And they didn't go, they, they, it, it had a tremendous effect. The Kirch himself was hanging on the side that says, oh, sorry, did tshuva before going. It, it had an effect. Where, where was all this? Why did they change? What happened? It was the fact that they were together. The Yidnar together itself brings, it takes off a certain blockage where you totally tone deaf. You're not totally tone deaf anymore. So obviously, if 10 people are just hanging out, so it takes away some of it. If you're doing more, obviously, it'll have a, more of an effect. But it's very important for all of us to know that, A, we have to hang out. When you go to Minion, appreciate the fact that there's 10 people or any time Yidin uh, uh, come together. They are with Yidin. I'm changing. <laughs> just being here. It's like coming into a spa. It's like just coming into this place. It's a healthy place. Mm. And, and, and it takes off edge that no matter what I did to myself, the, the, this place is going to, it, it's rehabilitation. And I think that's why it's very interesting because the Russian in Tanya, every, every, every word's important. You know, it's, uh, once the, the, the altar ever was sitting in, on a certain period for a very long time, and his brother... It's a big guy and wrote a fuse for himself. He says, I see you struggling so hard. He goes, yeah, I'm trying to think if it should be with a vav or without a vav. Mm. See, he goes, what's... He goes, no. He goes, everything's important. Like, he appreciated it. He says, oh my And therefore, God, what, 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 why is it v'luchain? Just say, oh you know, that there's always, there's always Kedusha because a kol be'yus ha'ashchen, whoever this tend is, what was it v'luchain? That's why Debishta did this. The is not because he was trying to get a minion together. It's, it's for the Russian Gomer to make sure that, didn't, that we don't lose anybody. Mm. And how to, how to keep them connected. Just being there. So the answer to the Russia or that stage that any somebody has, it's not going through, is bring it to the Fabrengen. Or you don't know what to bring the Fabrengen because you don't have an issue with it. But just being there, all of a sudden, at one point, something is going gonna, is gonna to crack. And you're like, you know what? Why am I doing that? All of a sudden, you're not going to know where it came from. You don't want to come? That's from the basket from Hacharav. You're just finally getting, we're starting, yeah, it broke through. And now some of these messages are coming, are coming through. This is an, an amazing, positive thing of how to look at these, uh, at the situation, at ourselves and other people. Also, you're looking at this other person, and he's such a e- so-called evil person. If, you've been t- if there's nine people and you bring this guy to in, it's the tenth. It's the famous line: "Tzibur tzadik beis reis, tzadik tzadikim beinim rishayim." It's either it's it's a collective of all Jews, and that overrides everything else. As a friend of mine pointed out, that it's Yudalov Perik Yudalov, and about the rishayim also in there there is Yudalov Nisin. And Yulav Shvat, the first day of the Rebbe's Nisias, is in Hayyim Yayim, oh, wow. is about Moidani. That why do we wake up? We say Moidani before, you know, before anything, before Negevas or anything. Why can't you wash your hands, take off the tumor? No, it's a statement here. The Moidani, that first thing of just admitting, knowing that the Jews, thank God that I'm Jewish. Is so is so powerful. There's no tumor that can affect it, and no kedusha will make it holier. It's just it's it's purest as pure can be. Mm. 
And that's what, and, and, of, and, and sometimes it takes kerch and adosai to bring that out in Yidin. Where do we going to minyan? It doesn't say, well, should say bye bye. When they were makabal the terror, some other great thing that happened in, in no, the, the minyan we learned from kerch and adosai. Over here also, we're learning over here the power of how a person really changes is by opening up an avenue to his nefesh kiss to kedusha, to holiness. Everything else is just that those, those are passageways. And the clear, and if we can't get, if you can, if the passageways are all clogged up, hang out with a couple of Jews and that will start chopping it down. So what, I, what I'm hearing from you, which is really powerful as a message practically, is that there's two, there's two instructions here from the Alter Rebbe. The, the first instruction is if you're feeling in that space or to save yourself in that space because when you're in that space you don't even know that you're in that space get around other people get around other good people well always be around always make sure you're around other people and the other thing is if you're encountering somebody who's in a space like that the best thing to do is get them around the people get them around any juice someone asked me that yesterday it's a guy interesting his mom's last name Someone asked me if I was trying to help somebody, and the guy's like, not nah, open, really, to, to help. So I, I said, you know, just, just take him around good people, like, every day, for 30 days, and see what happens. I know where it came from, the idea, I know, but, uh, but I, I, I didn't realize it, so I was already, you were already drawing into the world. It's like that, uh, it's like, a, you know, there's a story about some, this is, this is the basic answer, right? Right? Once you're done with the world, so it's like, we'll be there, so you must be repairing it. Ah, okay, so you gotta get around good people. Get around good people. Alright, thanks so much, man.